Legal. for a few minutes. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Hope everyone's feeling good. And I uh, missed learning with the Chavah so much. So, so much. But uh, any chance we have to get back in track, we get back in track. Sorry, I didn't staple them. <laughs> do, you, do, you enjoy, do you enjoy stapling? No, no. I'm, I'm actually decent at these last jobs. So I want... <laughs> 
I find it therapeutic actually. Sometimes I just staple just even though there's no, there's no need for it. Huh? No judgment. No. You know what you know what a stapler is called in Hebrew? Stapler? It's, it's interesting. It's called a shatchan. Shatchan. You're a shatchan. You're a stapler. You staple people together. The shidduch. You guys didn't know? A shatchan. It's either... It's, huh? The <laughs> shatchan. Or it's called a mehadek. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, but here we say Shatchan. <coughs> Shatchan. Okay. Did everyone get? Not yet? Okay. What we're going to be doing today is we're going to be finishing this very insightful interview that took place in 1981, where someone was asking, someone was asking Rav Shlomo from a very, very Tmimazdika place, from a very Tmimazdika place, questions about... About Shabbos, about Shabbos, and the way that they ask the questions is, uh, it, pu- it puts it into context. So we started learning this a few weeks ago, and we're going to continue today. Learn for a little bit. Okay. So he asked, he's in the middle of giving her a long answer, a, long, a whole explanation of, of um, the difference, this is very important, the difference between um, seeking, what, 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 what is perceived in the eye of the authentic seeker that goes to India and, and seeks like the quiet and calm from like whatever they do, whatever they do out there, and then trying to see like, so, what, so where do you have that in Shabbos? Because this interviewer was basically saying, you know, I came from a Jewish home, but no one spoke to me about spirituality. No one really explained to me what it's like. Then they did tell me where, it, you know, about Shabbos, and I went to shuls and synagogues and I, I, I think I got the wrong info. I think I got the wrong memo because it's just not, it's just nothing to do with, with when, I, when I read the Bible, she was thinking, when I read the Bible and it talks about the soul's restoration and I go, then I go to temples and stuff, I don't, have, I don't understand what the Kesher is between the two. Maybe I came on the wrong day or maybe, maybe someone missed the memo or something. And he's trying so hard to not bash you know, he's trying so hard to not bash most of the Jewish world, <laughs> basically, you know. He's trying so hard. So the way he says it, though, is with such patience. And so he's trying to explain to her what it really is all about and how it still needs to happen. It hasn't yet infiltrated throughout the whole world of shul, but hopefully, hopefully it will be. Okay, one of the, one of the major preparations for Shabbos is going to the mikvah. And the mikvah is all about being completely immersed in water. And if I don't come out, I'll, God forbid, die. That's, you know, many people, many of my friends have the Indian that when you tovel Erev Shabbos, or when you tovel, you tovel, that last breath you take, you tovel till you can't hold it anymore. So that you really do feel that when you come out, you're a Bria Chadasha, you're a new, you're, you're a new creation. That means that at the moment I come out, I receive new life. That's the point the point of saying, oh, I'm becoming pure, that's not really the point of becoming pure. The point is to feel a desperate need to feel reborn, <clears throat> renewed. Okay. So this whole Indian of Hachana for Shabbos, 
is that my the all every part of me is immersed in a certain in a certain mitzvah. Now you can do a mitzvah on two levels. You can do it on the level of action, or you can do it on the level of being completely immersed in it. What's the difference? There are those who study Torah and their head is working, and even the feelings are working too. But then sometimes you're completely immersed in the holy words. And immersing yourself in holy words is a little bit like Shabbos. Okay, so can anyone explain to me the difference between the two types of learning, Torah, that he just described? The first type seems very high also. And the granted, alavai, we right. should write. Right. So the first type is you could do it with any subject. You learn it. You can even do it with Torah. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. You can't be immersed in um, in medieval uh, philosophy. Mean, you, you could think you're immersed yeah. in it. But you're supposed to be la Torah. So la you're saying, would be the immersion. You're fully in it. So he says, Shabbos is this Indian that we're fully, that, that's a taste of Shabbos. Whenever in my life I'm fully immersed in something, he's saying, okay, so now you understand what Shabbos is all about. When you study Torah on this level, being completely immersed in it, it's like you can't live without it, which is a taste of Shabbos. When you realize you can't live without something. Now this is important. Tasting Shabbos means that you realize you can't live without it. We always look at people that don't have Shabbos. Once we're in Shabbos and we're like, I just don't understand how they're able to keep on going seven days a week without stopping. <clears throat> and he's saying over here that once, I think what he's saying is that once you realize you can't live without something, then you're immersed in it. A marriage. We're talking about shidduchim here, shadchan, any, any, any shidduch that you have together with someone. Once you realize that this is what I can't live without, Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael. If you, if you could still live without Eretz Yisrael, then you're learning Torah on the first level, where you, meaning you're here, and it's okay, and it's good, and it's right, but you could still not be here. You're able to not be here. It's like Shabbos stopping at your and you go away for Shabbos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The question is... The question is, when God tells us to keep Shabbos, what, what do we hear? It's interesting. What do we hear when Hashem tells us to keep Shabbos? And by the way, this Shabbos, we, we're commanded on Shabbos, right? So, so we have it this Shabbos. The difference between Moshe telling us God's word and the Messiah, we should live to see it soon, is like this. When God spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, God says, command the children of Israel, do this and do that, right? So when Mashiach comes, it'll be something else. What does it mean? What, what's going to be different? The Ishbetzir says that beneath all the commanding, God is begging and praying that we should please do it. We should please do it. Like Hashem is asking us, please do it. Does anyone remember when, where in the Torah we, <clears throat> we see that Hashem is kind of saying to us, please do it? It says, Parshat B'chukotai. Parashat B'chukotai starts by, by the words, Im B'chukotai Te'lechu. So the Midrash says, the maybe Rashi brings the Midrash, it says, En Im, the word Im, doesn't mean if you do this, things will be good for you. It says, En Im Ela L'shon Tachanunim. That Hashem is basically saying, not the word if you do this, He's saying, if only you would do this. What is, like When you say, if only, that's basically saying, oh, please, if only you would just do this, you know, for you. If only. So this is so deep. The difference between a real person and a half a person is like this. If you're half a Jew, 
It sounds like God is commanding. But if you're the deepest depths, God is begging and praying. You hear Hashem, you hear Hashem actually asking of you. Imagine someone's proposing to a girl to get married, and he says, I command you to marry me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How does it sound to you? Right? It doesn't go this way. <clears throat> I'm praying, marry me. The destruction of the temple means that we lost touch with praying. We still pray on the level of telling God, of action praying. But the concept of being immersed in praying is a little bit broken. Okay, this is very chazak. I, I know that like we're, we, we take these paragraphs here and think we could just read through them and get it, but this is very, very interesting. Do you know how many people aren't aware that listening to Hashem is, is not only about hearing Hashem saying, do this, don't do this? It's amazing. It's just an amazing thing. But somehow on Shabbos, I actually don't hear so much the command I did not light any lights this Shabbos. I did not start any fires. No one li- who lives like that? Shabbos. So when I have Shabbos and I, and I come to the place where I can't live without Shabbos, then it's less about Hashem commanding me, do this and don't do this. And it's much more a matter of people hearing Hashem is saying, this is really for your benefit. This is really for you. I'm praying for you to believe me. This, I created this whole thing really just for you. So please, if only you would keep it. If only you would keep it. So now on Shabbos, something happens to me. And I fix this brokenness by being fully immersed, sorry about this typo, in Shabbos itself. And, and when I'm fully immersed in Shabbos itself, the way I hear Hashem asking me for things is different. When I'm immersed in a marriage and my wife asks me for something, when I'm immersed in a marriage and my wife asks me for something, I don't hear her commanding me to do anything. Hopefully she doesn't hear me commanding her to do anything either. We hear the words, if only you would just do this for me, if only. And that makes me feel like I want to stay here and it also makes me be scared that God forbid, if I didn't have this, what would life be like? Okay, we could take this to a lot of different stretches, a lot of different places, but I wanted to get to, okay, this question. Okay, L- listen to this woman's question, the interviewer. Is it that when you're in the Sabbath consciousness, you're overcome with the presence, and therefore you're closer to the nature of your real self, your real being? If I'm close to the real nature of my being, am I closer to the divinity? By the way, what, what would be a good word for divinity? Shrina? Olam Haba? Yeah, Shrina. Huh? Olam Haba? Okay. It should be capital D and a capital P. A capital D? And a capital P. Yeah, he's talking, he's talking about Hashem. Or she is, I think. Right. <clears throat> Wait, why'd you say capital P? Presence. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the divinity contains both joy and pain, but is beyond it. The divinity does not get swallowed by pain or joy. The divinity is even bigger, is it not? If it is, and I can get closer to that divinity, which is also in my being, is the Sabbath a vessel for that? Imagine, imagine she asks the Yeshiva Bacher these kind of questions, right? This is a great question. <laughs> what, a, what a phenomenal question, right? Is this something we do to open ourselves, to become closer to that reality, which is, our, which is ourselves? In asking all of that, after the first few minutes of experiencing all of that, 
how do you maintain that connection through a Sabbath? Like, if this is what Shabbos is all about, what she just described, based on what she was receiving from him, how long could that actually last over the course of, tw- of 25 hours? Like, Lemaisa, how long could that last? Is the vision to be able to maintain that connection, not only the Sabbath, but all the time? And the Sabbath is the vessel for getting it going? How do we maintain it without getting caught up again in talking about the daily things? I've seen people observing Sabbath, but they used to sit around the lawn and talking about their boyfriend <laughs> and that. She, she's talking about, I think she said earlier that um, she did, she went to kibbutz. Mm-hmm. So on, on, on the Sabbath, like they stopped doing actions, but what were they filling the empty space with? So, yeah, we sat around. Everyone talked about their boyfriends and stuff, but then what? I'm wondering what my own soul can do in order to stay in that space which is starting to be created. How can you help us to do that? I know I get asked these shilas every week in Shirat David, no? <laughs> Okay, so Shlomo says like this. Everything which is holy is so hard to get and yet so easy to lose. There's no black and white formula. One must concentrate very strong. In Hebrew, it's called hesachadas. One second you look at something and you become absorbed in it, and one second you stop looking at it, you lost it, God forbid. On Shabbos, we eat fish, because fish always have their eyes open. That means you have to keep your eyes on Shabbos the whole time. You really have got to focus on Shabbos in the deepest way. So yes, it's very special to keep it. I wouldn't tell someone to try and keep all of Shabbos right away. I, I just want to say something. I don't think he's saying over here... You, you understand what he's, he's saying, saying, right? He's saying Shabbos. He's saying... He's, yeah, but, but it's like amazing how our mind right away is like, did he just say to someone not to keep Shabbos? Saying, no, no, no. He's talking about... Immersing in Shabbos. I, I, wouldn't, Zachar, not the I wouldn't tell someone, okay, the way to keep Shabbos, like now you have to keep Shabbos. How? All, like, you cannot stop. This is it. It's either all or nothing. Maybe they're not on the level yet. Every Shabbos you can maintain a bit longer. Just like when it comes to running. First you run one mile, then, then two, then three. You don't run a hundred miles the first day. So when you begin with Shabbos, be happy if you have one minute of it. Be happy if you have one minute of it. What's that minute for you? I'm trying to bring this down to the practical side. 25 hours, I'm not there either. And so like, but what, what's that immersion in Shabbos for you? Is it at the candles? Is it at the davening? Like, just like, what, like, is there something like, okay, I'm, hold on, I'm, I'm going there today. I'm going there now. <clears throat> I don't know if it's every Shabbos the same, uh, you know, the same moment of Shabbos. But like the, I hear what you're asking. I would say probably, probably there are divine moments when we're sitting by the table and the girls are singing with mizmiras. Absolutely. That's like you forget nothing, nothing, there's nothing else. You're immersed in it. Uh, But then if, but if that becomes like, okay, now girls, you have to sit the whole Mm -hmm. se'uda, 
and we have to maintain this the whole Suda, and we have to bench with as much kavana as you did when you were singing Mayadidus Menuchasach. I'm out. I'm out. Um, to each person, it's different. I think it also depends on what shlav we are in life. Um, with little kids, Shabbos is a very different Shabbos. It's a very different experience of Shabbos than uh, a yeshiva bacher or grandparents, or you know, when you when kids aren't dependent on you at a certain age. Well, what, what's it for you? What's an immersion moment for you? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I laughed at that, but like, meaning, it, it's it's for me. Uh, some of this is sort of something, but just, I'll just try to like, okay, wait, I'm making kiddish, like, I have a family, like, I'm here, like, I made it, I'm 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 here. Yeah. Like, and the candles are there. There's like, you know, look at those candles. Like, let it just try to penetrate whatever that light is. The canoe, without going too deep, but just something, let it work. Right. Look into that cup. Just try to see your reflection. Just try to just that's that's at least a little bit of the Shabbos. You know, for me. Right. That moment. But are you okay with it just being one moment? I'll, I'll take what I can get. Why yeah. can't it be yeah. just like, I'm in shul, but I'm not, you know, I'm in shir today, and I'm not, I'm, I'm having a meal with my family, I don't normally have that, I'm playing a game, I'm, anything you don't normally do, I meaning it's just, it's a different day. Why can't it be more mundane like that, not mundane, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Playing a yeah. Playing a game. You're like, yeah, no, no, I'm not checking my phone right now. It doesn't have to be so, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be so. Right, it doesn't have to be, right, it doesn't have to be. It could just be playing. Well, it could, it could, it could be if, but if it's because there's, meaning you could, I could also kind of do that on a Monday if I took away from you. But you don't, you don't, you never would. I, but I'm saying I technically, could, it's possible to do that. It's possible to feel holy on Monday. What's that? It's not, it's not possible to experience the holiness of Shabbos right. on Monday. So it can't just be, you know, the, it's got to be those things with the, with the context of this right, is... I understand why you're doing it. Exactly. This is happening because Hashem... Why, why is this happening right now? Because Hashem rested on the seventh day. Yeah. That's why it's happening right now. So yeah, if yeah, I keep on course. going back to that place in my mind, oh my God, this is why it's happening. Because God decided to rest on the seventh day. I'm immersed in that. That moment can, over, can, can overtake me. We also try to complete, well, most of my wife, the, the Sefer Tehillim. So we have the little books. That's also, I think, a That's beautiful. So, what, the, so even if a kid only says one book, sometimes all the what like, but not. But everyone works with completing this. That's beautiful. The, that's the, all the, yeah, you give out the, yeah. on Shabbos. Yeah. <sighs> that's beautiful. Wow. That's beautiful. I, I, I did struggle when he said, like, you know, be happy if you have one minute of it. But then I remember the first part of the sentence is so when you begin with Shabbos. Okay. See, he's talking, <laughs> he's talking to the beginners that are just starting out, and he's saying, listen, it's not going to happen. Right? Be, be happy if you have one minute. What about the people that have been keeping Shabbos their whole life? Should you be happy with one minute, with one tefillah? <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't know, maybe one minute of immersion on the, on the level <clears throat> that he's talking about. I, I, I <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Shabbos, there's no time. There's time. Yeah. yeah. That's that's one, moment. That one moment. Moment, yeah. One moment. Okay, moment. Okay, you get one minute of, whoa, this was really ecstasy. This I think ecstasy. I think davening sometimes. Okay. When, when we're in... Yeah, when, 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 yeah le nishmas kolchai. Davening... Yeah, tefillah should be many moments of it, you know, many moments of it. And it's it's true. It, it's very difficult to expect that everyone throughout the whole time should have one long collective, you know, three-hour moment of immersion. But like we always say, like if I, can, if I create enough dots throughout the davening, 
of, of, of immersion moments, we'll be able to eventually connect the dots and make, and make that one long, one long, one long moment. Okay, so look, look what she says. She's really pounding away. I really, this is like amazing. You know what? I'm going to send you the audio before Shabbos. Oh, good. It's 20 minutes. Okay, I'll send you this, this actual interview. Um, you said before that if you were just waiting for the Sabbath in order to get out of this world because you're miserable, that that's not the point because the world is wonderful. Now you go into the Sabbath and the real feeling that the world is, sorry, and you really start feeling that the world is just so much more. But now you're sitting in the Sabbath and your mind starts to run around a bit, thinking about what happened yesterday or if this job is going to work out. You're not, you're not in the Sabbath. You're going back and forth. So what's our relationship to the world? Do we say the world is an illusion? Pretty interesting, no? These questions are. Where's this going? Sorry. Where's this going? <laughs> I don't know. Do you hear where she's coming from? Like from the the, you know, the Indian Hindu side? Like, do you meaning? Absolutely. A million percent, right? She she spent a long time in meditation. She's got it. She's she's, she's, she's got, got it. it. She's coming from a good place. Yeah, she's trying so hard. No, no, it's very questions. real. And he and you know what? In the recording, he's so tired. It must have been after a long Shabbos. And you hear he's so exhausted, but he really he sees she's mamish asking lishma. Mm-hmm. So he gives her, he really opens his heart and gives her a lot. Okay, so the Gemara says, like we've been learning for a while, that Shabbos is ki'ilu melachto asuya. It's like, you don't have to worry too much because everything is taken care of, right? Let's assume I'm trying to get a job by Macy's, but my father is the director of Macy's, or the, the owner. Right? <coughs> Am I worried about getting the job? I'm taking care of him. It's true. Even if I'm the son of the owner of Macy's, my father wants me to be independent. I have to present myself in the office and fill out a form and everything. But in the final say, my father is still the president of the corporation. So on Shabbos, everything I'm doing, I know that still God has the final say. But on Shabbos, I don't worry. And I say, God will take care of me. Because on Shabbos, I'm so much aware that God is taking care of everything that I really don't have to worry about anything. But again, you have to keep it up and pray to God. You should have the privilege to feel it. Like you even to feel this during the week also. <laughs> You're supposed to. <laughs> this is yeah. the 101 of like... Nachon. Nachon. Like, Nachon. Yeah. But you know what? It, but ki, if you're not going to feel it on Shabbos, it'll be much harder to feel it during the week. But also, much if you don't harder. feel it during the week, then it's impossible to feel it on Shabbos because then... <clears throat> You have no base, you have no foundation <clears throat> to work. You're right, it, it's dependent on each other. Shabbos is a gift. Sometimes God gives you a gift for one minute. Sometimes he gives you a gift for two minutes. But basically, the difference between God and human being when it comes to gifts is like this. When a human being gives me a gift, I have no right to tell a human being, give me another gift. I just say, thank you so much. But by God, I can ask God for gifts all the time. In fact, the more God gives me a gift, the more I can ask for them. So when God gives me Shabbos, I can ask for more and more Shabbos, and hopefully we will get it. I think that's a very big distinction we have to make, like with, 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 in, in terms of when we receive something from Hashem as opposed to receiving something from other people. For other people, it's like, okay, thank you, and gamarnu. By Hashem, when He gives you a gift, what He's really saying is, can you please ask me for more? 
Can you please ask me for more? So if we merit one moment, we're like, oh, thank you so much. This is like, yeah, you're relating to that one moment of bliss, like a person giving you a gift. That's not what it should be. When it comes to feeling Shabbos, at that moment, praying so hard, not just to seize the moment, but asking Hashem, this is what I want. I want more of this. I want more of this. More and more of a gift. Now, why is he saying this to her? Because, and, and part of the conversation I didn't put in here because it's not about Shabbos, but you'll hear it on the recording, is that in Eastern religions, the whole point of, of closeness to the divine is to wipe yourself out, that you're nothing, to the extent that you don't even exist. That's like how it is in Eastern cultures. But with, so who are you to ask for anything based on that? You should you should nullify you you're you're deleted you're There's no you to ask. huh There's no you left to ask. and he's saying to her that by our concept of religion sorry of 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 God consciousness is exactly the opposite is that it's it's to ask for more that's what makes me actually more myself by by defining my rutson and knowing what I want I want more of this okay if Shabbos is the place which is not really the reaction place. It's the place of stillness, right? In this holy book here, Your Word is Fire. Mm. You know that book? Who is it? Uh, it's, it Louis it's, um, it's uh, I think Louis Jacobs wrote it. Um, uh-huh. And it's a distillation of... Okay, we'll look it up. In this book here, Your Word is Fire, it speaks about the deepest place of praying is where even your body movement comes to a stop and there's no movement and you go really deep inside. Is it like the Sabbath? In other words, most of the Sabbaths that I've experienced, they are active. People are talking. And even though they're not cooking or turning the lights on, they're doing a lot of things. Is there another Sabbath? (laughs) You see, what she's saying is she's trying to understand something. She's like, if God rested on the seventh day, so just because we have all these halachas that tell us what actions we can't do, do you, do you see people like less active other than like not driving? That's a really good point. Do you, do you, have, do you understand? But it's not about resting, it's yeah, about ceasing. you doing like Shabbos. He ceased. Shabbos. He didn't rest. He ceased. He stopped. It's the most physical day of the week. He <clears throat> right. Sleep more. I mean, right. 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 He's missing the point. He doesn't want us to be lazy and just yeah. like, sit in bed and just. But, that's the carrot. I mean, we're not. No, no, but she's not saying that. She's Your wondering something else. Your body, the chon. She's saying there is a high, beautiful, very holy place of reaching stillness. That is a very holy thing. Stillness. You know what's stillness? Like, I don't think that's the point. Then he wants you to be busy with holy endeavors instead of nachon. But there has to, but that has to be part of the mix. Something has to come to a halt. We're not monks. No, but I think the mundane. She's not. No, no. She's not. She's not asking for monks. I mean, she's saying. Not much now, but what's the real point? Which is what she's she's understanding spirituality in that guy is like a very non-Jewish. I know, but there's a lot there that... Yeah. that, that well, that's, that's, from the Jewish. <laughs> that's Jewish that we are completely <laughs> ignorant of. There's, there's so much there. So much there. It's, it's, it's that simple. That's simple, but I'm saying. There's an element for an artistic like that. Yeah. 
at the beginning of davening, so you shuffle, right? Right. And then, like the rope used to stock still, right? He hit the point in davening, and it, he didn't move like a like a statue. Didn't move a muscle, not a muscle. Really? Everything was internal. You remember seeing him doing yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Like, but he, right, he finishes Margain over on, finishes like, and like no shuffling. Everything is straight. Wow. Nothing. And we used to talk about it in Beirut Shvila, like that that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get to this place and you just, you just, you're just a vessel. You just, there's nothing, there's no <clears throat> Right. But by Hasidim, there's a lot of movement. Right. For most of I'd seen yeah. also, that's how. Yeah. He's known to, when he daven, he sits straight. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so she's, I think, getting to this part. It's like, it says, oh, I've got all this thing about stillness. What's all this movement? Right. What's all this movement? Right. How right. does that stem? Right? That's, right. Where she's, that's where she's holding. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so he says like this. Ibn was asking like this. I'm sure those people who talk, it means that maybe at that moment they weren't so much Shabbos dick. Okay, so what does it mean people that talk? Everyone talks, but he's talking about, he's not talking about like talking in shul on Shabbos. He's talking about talking about happy days at Shabbos tables. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's what he's talking about. Like talking about Jerry Garcia at, at, uh, at Kiddush. He's saying, so, he, he said, I'm sure those people who talk, it means that maybe at that moment they weren't so much Shabbos. You see, we're living in a world where we are all crying to have Shabbos, even one more minute of Shabbos. And that one minute of Shabbos keeps me going, even if I can't keep it up. But it's also so special. So next Shabbos <coughs> will be two minutes. Like he's, he's speaking here to beginners. Like Mamash. Mm-hmm. Not beginners of spiritual... This person is... Honestly, <laughs> this person that's asking the questions is way more advanced spiritually than 90% of people that I know in my life, spiritually speaking. Way more advanced. But we're talking about within the framework of our Shabbos. Maybe not. During the week, it's very hard to switch back after losing your focus. But on Shabbos... Even if you roll down to the lowest valley, you're still only one step to the top of the mountain. It's very beautiful, very empowering. It goes fast like a missile service, not elevator service. Like 747, it's boom, it's, it's right away. Like during the week when I fall, I have to, cl- I have to schlep myself up. And it takes so much, so much. It's, it's so much more difficult. Yeah, because you don't have the tools to, like on Shabbos, you have a nishmat, you have zmiros, you have dom, right. you have so many things to hang on to during uh-huh. the week. You're like running on a treadmill, trying to like just yeah. catch up with life. Yeah, and you also think that in order to do so, to to reach somewhere, I have to do something in the level of olam ha'asiyah, of right. action world. And on Shabbos, it's not like that. It's not like what could I do right now. No, it's like. What could I just plug into right now? It's so many things going on right now. And this is the distinction, I think, like plugging into holy things. It's like living on the bottom of Pete Maktarit and going up and down to the top of Shirat David three times on Shabbos. It's exhausting, but you're doing it, you don't feel exhausted like, ah, I'm not resting on Shabbos. You're like, I'm doing it for like a holy purpose. It's like a difference than just rolling out of bed and just being like, all right, I'm just going to daven on wherever, which is... Ten feet away from my house right. because it's easier, it's more relaxing. Right. Like I don't think that's the stillness that. No, 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 no. I'm just like going back to like childhood in some ways, but like for me, some of the tensest moments were around the Shabbos table. Uh, 
the city. And even today, with my kids, I would say one of my biggest avoda is when it all comes together on a Friday night and when it hits the fan, and I need to really try to get angry, yell, do anything like that. And so, like, just, just be, trying to be still in those moments is a real avodah, and for me, that's immersion in Shabbos. Beautiful. So the greatest Lashon Hara I ever heard was as a, as a kid around the Shabbos table. I'm yeah. sorry, like, like uh, I'm, I'm not the Rebbe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually, you know, I mean, Shabbos day was, was the juiciest piece. What is it? Well, what they say, and then people spoke afterwards, and these Jews, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know, that, and again, the tools they had... But the, the greatest that was that was and uh, yeah. and so I, I'm, that, that's what I'm trying to choose to be put in that situation. That's what that's what I'm working up yeah. against. Yeah. And so if I can not get angry or tense and raise my voice and go after you know and go after the kid and like just try to stay present and calm and then and then try to elevate the speech and, and not have lashon hara. It'll happen in Mela though. They see that that's what we. Yeah. Once the first thing you said is really the focus of my spiritual work, then all those other, now there's space for all those things of beauty and bliss to flow through. But when it's not, when that place isn't created, there's no room for like, psh, Shabbos to come in. So you have to work too hard on the second one. The first one really sets the stage for, for just the enjoyment of it. Okay, so he ends up here and he, and he gives us all koyach here and he says the most important thing is whatever you do, don't let your mistakes drag you down. So imagine on Shabbos, it was not Shabbos for five seconds. That means, like imagine I did enjoy that juicy gas. Imagine, you know, in, 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 I couldn't believe this. In, I, I, maybe, maybe I was just unaware of it when I was a kid, but when I went back to certain shuls over the last few years <coughs> in Chutzlaretz, there is something called Kiddush Shlishi, Kiddush Shvi, and Kiddush Maftir. You aware of this? Kiddush Shlishi. During Shlishi is not during Haftar. Kiddush Shlishi happens after the guy gets Shlishi. There's, yeah. not, no one's waiting for Haftar. Right. There is also Kiddush Shvi. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's based on the core. The first three Leo the most important. Mashu kaze. Well, I'm yotze. Whatever it is. Is there another Shabbos? Is there another Shabbos? Am I missing the... <laughs> is this a sh- <laughs> right? So he's saying, imagine it wasn't Shabbos for five seconds. That means no, but this is very deep. Imagine this morning I actually said, I'm going to go to shul and I'm going to make it real. But then, my friends that I love, come Shlomo, come come have a schnapps. I'm going to be the party pooper. Like also I'm pure, whatever it is. And I went down for Kiddush Lishi. Come back for come back for Hamishi, he's saying. He's saying, I can sit in Kriachs oi oi oi, but in the meantime you're losing Shabbos right now. So five minutes ago you spoke about the stock market and it was wrong. Forget it. Start talking about Shabbos. During the week I can't do that that fast. Like during the week, if I'm down, Netflix will make sure I stay down. It's so many every moment. When I get home, I'm going to send you, send you guys this. This is really, really special. And we should be to take advantage of every moment we have of Shabbos and to daven, to stay focused on Shabbos as well.
and it's be a beautiful Shabbos, and a healing Shabbos to the whole world. Amen. <laughs>